0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says, it all starts from within. It starts
1: with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello my friends, I'm so grateful to be hanging out for a little while today here on Journey to the Center. My intention is to empower you, uplift you, support you, so that you can live a heaven on earth life. You know, we all have a very important relationship, and that's the one with our thoughts. So how is this relationship for you? Is it good or not so good, empowering or disempowering, positive or negative? A way to know is to look at your life. It's a mirror. It's a reflection of your thoughts. So how are your relationships with other people? Are you doing what you love? Are you prosperous? Also, how do you feel most of the time? If you're happy most of the time, your thoughts are probably pretty positive. If you're unhappy most of the time, they're probably weighted more towards the negative. My expert today says, on average, people think about 60% thousand to 70,000 thoughts a day. And sadly, it's the negative ones that most of us tend to hear the loudest. Here's an interesting quote from A Course in Miracles. You accomplish so little because your mind is so undisciplined. So how can we discipline our mind? How can we start to accomplish what we want to with grace and ease and joy and fulfillment? That's exactly what we're going to be talking about here today on Journey to Center with my guest and expert, Aura Naderich. She says by using a simple set of questions every day we can stop negative thoughts the instant they pop up to sabotage us and that it can be as simple as brushing our teeth. The truth is negative thoughts damage our lives, our health, our abundance, our relationships and our happiness. They can be at the very root, the very core of our unfavorable behaviors that railroad the best of intentions. The bottom line is you cannot have a positive life if your inner dialogue is negative. So today, Aura Nidrich is going to tell us how we can get out of the tangle of inner negativity through mindful mindfulness and asking these seven questions. Aura is a life coach, certified mindfulness meditation teacher, and the author of "Says Who: How One Simple Question Can Change the Way You Think Forever." Orr's work have, has been greatly influenced by her extensive psycho-spiritual exploration in cognitive behavioral therapy, technique of change, Jungian analysis, and Buddhism. She's on the board of trustees of New Roads, a school dedicated to diversity and personal, social, political, and moral understanding. Orr is also a licensed marriage officiant and a member of the National Association of Professional Women and the International Women's Leadership Association or as a blogger for the Huffington Post, and her work has been featured in Yahoo, Health, Mind, Body, Green, Woman's Health, Conscious Lifestyle Magazine, Elevated Existence, Success Magazine, and many others. So, Aura, thank you, thank you, thank you for being on our second episode of Journey to Center.
0: Thank you so much for having me again, Tammy. So glad to be here.
1: So if any of my listeners haven't listened to the show before, it's not necessary, but it's good. If you like this, you're going to love that. It's just going to give you a little more meat, a little more um, wisdom, a little more tools. So in this show, or I'm super, super excited about delving into your says who method.
0: Great. Well, as you said, this method is so straightforward, and if you learn it by heart, it's going to be as easy for you to do as brushing your teeth, but it is going to really change your entire thinking process in such a way that it will blow, no pun intended, your mind. (laughs) In a good way, a positive way. A positive, (laughs) unbelievable way, yes. It's pretty amazing. It really works, and I am a, a... perfect guinea pig for it. I've been using it on myself ever since I created it, and I love it.
1: So I think it's really pretty straightforward. It's pretty simple, and an idea I had, I don't know if any you would suggest doing this or any of your um, clients or students have done this, but just taking um, a sticky note and writing down these seven questions. Yeah, I mean, in my car. Yes, I, you can I take grateful? a little post-it, absolutely.
0: Yes. I've, I've got it on my computer, you can put it on your mirror, It's, it's it become it can be in your wallet and you're going to get so good at using these questions that, and you're going to find ones that come to mind quickly for you or you might have your personal favorites, but when you start using them to challenge any negative or fear-based thought that comes up and you're going to see that it's going to zap it right in its track.
1: So awesome. So if you have a notepad and a pen, if you're in a place you can write these down, it might be helpful. If not, don't worry about it. You can go to Aura's website or you can come back and listen to this podcast anytime you want and um, get this. Of course, you can get her book. So there's lots of ways you can start to um, implement these questions and start to shift your life from the inside out. So Aura, let's do this. Let's go into the seven key questions to ask every day to challenge negative thoughts.
0: Wonderful. Okay, so first of all, I want to I want to set the, the mood here by saying that, you know, like, like you mentioned, Tammy, we think, you know, up to 70,000 thoughts a day, which is pretty staggering, and so many of them don't serve our well-being. So what I want to propose to you is that when a negative thought comes up for you, try and be the observer of it, which is like being the witness. So it's almost like you were standing outside of yourself, and you, you could say, ah, oh, all right. here comes that negative thought, you know, trying to pull me down, trying to grip me, trying to make me feel pretty horrible about myself. So if you go into observer mode as opposed to reactor mode, you're going to be able to really work with this thought. So as the observer of this thought, the very first question is, says who? Which in essence means, who is saying this thought in my mind? Well, you'll say, I am thinking this thought in my mind. It just came up in my mind, so it's mine. I am thinking it. And you are really declaring that. You are saying, yes, this negative thought is mine, and I am thinking it. So you're taking ownership of that thought, which is important. It's important to take ownership of a thought, no matter what it is, even if it's negative or it's you know mean-spirited or hateful or jealous or all those things that might come in that you might go, oh, no, 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 I don't think that. No, no, that doesn't belong (laughs) to me. I'm saying own it. It's okay because you are going to transform it. Trust me, you will. And by the way, everybody has those garden variety thoughts. Okay? (laughs) Nobody has a corner on this. Nobody has a magic pill. Nobody has a magic wand. We don't need
1: to be ashamed of them. Exactly. We Mm -hmm.
0: all have these thoughts. So says who? Owning it. The second question is, have I heard someone say this thought before? And we talked about that in your first show, Tammy, and that so many of our negative thoughts did not originate with us. We heard that thought long ago, and it has carried itself into our adulthood. And so what I'm really wanting you to do is to question if that thought belongs to you, or if you heard someone else say that. And that's so important to identify that thought. And I've worked with people where it has taken them back to being at the schoolyard and the first time a bully said something really horrible to them, or when a parent said something to them that was hurtful, or a teacher or an authority figure, or the first time you fell in love and you got your heart broken, and someone said something to you. So you need to go back and to remember who said this thought if it in fact did not originate with you. Very important to know the origin of your negative thought. The so, third question, mm-hmm. which is one of my favorites and I use a lot, is Do I like this thought? Very logical. I mean, if you are telling yourself something that's pretty mean and hateful, I can't imagine you like that thought.
1: Okay? I love that. That one actually made me laugh. Do I like that? I know. It, oh, it, you no. know I've, yes. It's <laughs> such a hello.
0: You, you know, like, why are you thinking a thought you don't even like? And I'll tell you a little story. I was working with a client that was sort of spinning out and what I call being on the hamster wheel, where she was just like, woo, spinning this, this story of negativity and this one thought that was just taking her over. And I said to her, can I ask you something? And she said, okay. I said, do you like that thought? And it stopped her in her tracks, which the, mm-hmm. each and every one of these questions will do. It will, it will freeze your negative thought right in its tracks. And she said to me, no, I don't like this thought. As a matter of fact, I hate this thought, which she said vehemently. And I said, okay, so you are thinking not only a thought you don't like, but a thought that you hate. I mean, just sit with that. Sit with that, you know, why would you think a thought you don't like, let alone hate? That's pretty powerful. It's
1: like having lunch with somebody you loathe. Why would you do that?
0: (laughs) Why would you do that? These questions are very logical, and you're going to see that. You're going to see the logic in it when you start to connect the dots. It's going to make so much sense that you're going to have your own aha moment, just like I had my aha moment, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's so important to have. The the fourth question is, does this thought make me feel better? Another no-brainer. You know, if you can tell me how your negative thought is making you feel better, yeah. I'd like to hear it. Okay? Mm. How is your negative thought making you feel better? The only thought that's going to make you feel better is a positive thought. Mm. Those simple are the things. Simple and difficult that is it... that? But what? It's as simple and difficult as that. It is. Simp- yes, Tammy. That's the thing that's so amazing, how much we complicate our lives based on these thoughts that we give power to that are illogical. There's no logic to it. So, again, if you can tell me or tell yourself, because you're going to be asking yourself these questions, tell yourself how your negative thought is making you feel better. And I have a workbook in Setsu, so you can write all this down. So you can see it right there in front of you in black and white. The fifth question is, Does this thought work for me? Another one, same idea. How is your negative thought working for you? Is it working for you favorably? Is it making you happy? Is it making you to go to the thought question before it, making you feel better? Do you know how is that thought working for you? If you can list ways that your negative thought is working favorably for you, then go ahead and prove that to yourself. Because again, the only thoughts that are going to work for you favorably are positive thoughts.
1: I love that you're saying this. You know, I just had this revelation myself. I used to think by having negative thoughts, it was helpful because I'd say, okay, I'm, I'm fat. And that got me to the gym. But I think because that was a fear-based negative thought, even working out for hours and hours, I didn't really have a positive effect.
0: No, because the only way, and I go into a whole thing with that in my book about dieting, which is such a common problem, and I say the reasons why a lot of times you can't reach your goal, be it losing weight or whatever, is because you don't have thoughts that support your goal. Yes. You you can't have a negative thought supporting Mm -hmm. your goal. They'll cancel each other out. Yes. It doesn't work. The only way to support your goal is to keep supporting it with positive thoughts that support what you want to accomplish. So, you know, again, logic, total logic here. Um, Sixth question is, am I in control of this thought? Well, if you have a negative thought that keeps sticking around and making you feel bad about yourself and making you feel less than and making you feel unworthy and all the things that those negative thoughts do, then guess what? It has control over you. It is having control over you until you want to do something about it. So it really brings you face-to-face with the fact that you are having this thought, which you have created, that is having power over you. And you've allowed that to happen. And that means that you can change that. Which brings us to the final question, seven, do I want to keep this thought or let it go? So unless you like this thought... And unless that thought makes you feel better, and unless that thought works favorably for you, and unless you feel like you're in control of that thought, then I would think that you are ready to finally let that thought go.
1: Mm-hmm. And, I, uh, you know. I used to do that where it's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to change the channel now. I'm going to not think that. I'm going to plug something else in that feels more positive, empowering. Do you talk about that at all?
0: Yeah, and I do, and, you know, people might be listening to this and going, oh, my God, that sounds so simple, but what do I do when that thought, you know, sneaks right. back into my head again? Which, right. by the way, it will. Oh, yes, it will. <laughs> it'll, it'll come around again. You know, I say negative thoughts are like trespassers. They come onto your property. Well, your property is you. It's your mind. And what would you say to a trespasser that came onto your property? You'd say, like, "Get out! get out of here. You don't belong here. So you would tell it to get lost. And I'm here to tell you, you can tell that negative thought to get lost. It's I love this, t- like
1: having boundaries with yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you just keep saying no. Oh, so true, Tammy. Away, that is so great. It, yes, that's
0: wonderful. It's having boundaries. So why would you let that trespasser, if you look at that negative thought, even as a trespasser, why would you let it stick around in your mind hang out there? It's like, you know, have these, these images in your mind, like your negative thought is like, it's like in a pool. On a, on a, you know, a raft with sunglasses on <laughs> going, oh, this is great. I'm like having the best time of my life, negative thought. You know, no, it doesn't work. But You can get rid of that just like that. It takes practice. It takes discipline like anything else. And I also have something called release and replace in my book, which is, you know, you can re- release that thought and replace it with something positive.
1: Very cool. Yeah, I I remember being um, in that space where it's like, I need to replace this. This is not serving me. I need to plug in something else that's more positive. And it is sort of, it does take time. It's like building a muscle. It's like going to the gym for the first time and, you know, you're not going to be ready for the Olympics the next day.
0: Yeah. You and keep you keep know,
1: showing up. You've got to keep lifting the weights.
0: You do. And I talk about that. It's like athletes, you know, the discipline of an athlete, you know, and I mentioned that in the book as well. It's like they have a real disciplined mind. They don't go into the game with, you know, saying to themselves, oh, I'm not going to make that basket. They go in there with real positive, a real positive mindset, which is mind strength. Wow. This is what this develops. It develops mind strength. It's like a muscle. You know, so with practice and with discipline, you get better and better at it. And, you know, having a conversation with your thoughts, you know, is is a really valuable thing to do. You know, a thought comes in and to be able to go through the steps of knowing you're the observer of it, you're the creator of that thought, and you can talk to that thought and let it know who's boss, which is you, and you can change that thought and replace it with something that serves your well-being. So this is a process, mm-hmm. it's a day Or I said, moment-by-moment process.
1: Do you know? I like it. And it comes back to this quote, and I love it so much. And when I first heard it, I didn't understand it, but it makes more sense now. Um, You accomplish so little because your mind is so undisciplined. And so this is, what you teach is a discipline. And if you are disciplined with this, and you can remind yourself, it doesn't have to be hard. You can put sticky notes. You can write things to yourself. You can put like a rubber band on your um, wrist. Absolutely. And snap it every time you realize you're having a negative thought. There are things you can do to support yourself with this discipline.
0: It's a, it is. It develops mind strength. But I want people to understand that they are creating these thoughts. They are in the power position. Yes. Even though one of the questions is, does this, you know, are you in control of this thought? You feel like you're not in control of it. But the truth is, you created it. So you can change it. You know, we have to remember how powerful we are. You know, as I said, the mind is like a Learjet. You're the pilot. You better be well-equipped to fly this thing. Yes. And how you go about doing it is, l- is really working with your thoughts, thought by thought, to have control over it, as opposed to it having or feeling like it has control over you. The you is the you. You are the one that feels like it's in control of you, but you're the one that's creating it. So you can change it. We there don't isn't another person be, in this. Yes, it's we don't you. have to be a victim. Right. Of our thoughts. Right. No, we don't. And I also say, you know, our positive thoughts are just waiting in the wings. They're waiting for their big close-up. It's like, call
1: me up. Call me in. Let me be the star
0: of your movie.
1: I can't tell you how much my life changed. I'm sure this doesn't surprise you, Aura, When I started um, choosing to be affectionate and compassionate and loving with myself versus condescending, judgmental, and, and mean to me. It's like, I live heaven on earth. I lived hell on earth for many years. You know, people go, oh, you're so lucky. It's so easy for you. I had suicidal fantasies for several years, four or five years. Mm. I really, really struggled. And my life was a living example of my thoughts, which was very negative. I was very challenged with prosperity and relationships. And then I finally realized I need to do something different if I want something different. That's and amazing. just like you talk about in your yeah. book, when when you're ready, the support will be there. There is divine providence.
0: Absolutely, and I just want to say, Tammy, you know, I'm not an expert on you know a depression or certainly not suicide, but I tap into that in my book because I say, mm-hmm. you know, we don't wake up in the morning and yawn and go, you know, oh, I, today I think I'm going to kill myself. That is a thought that started long ago, and it's been grew carrying it for a long time, and grew. And grew and grew until you no longer could take that suffering inside your head anymore. You know, what I want people to understand is that you can work with these thoughts. You can change them. You can have power over them. You're that powerful. You're the creator and master of your inner dialogue, which creates your reality. Yes.
1: I, I love that, and I am in complete agreement with you. Um, I do have a couple of other questions that um, I really want to get to. Why do you believe, Aura, so many people find negative thoughts comforting? Why do they keep doing this to themselves? I think it's
0: habit, mm-hmm. and I think they're afraid of the unknown. Ah, you know, yes. Like the devil oh, my gosh, you, that's
1: so significant. Well, isn't
0: it that saying the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know?
1: How is the you devil know, you know the angel you don't? But we're exactly, not going to get to know the angel even, if we don't let go of what we know. Right, that's <laughs> right. And I'd much, prefer
0: to, I'd much prefer to to change that out to the angel that's waiting to just, <laughs> that's tapping on your shoulder. There's so much waiting. love here for
1: us, so much support. But we got to learn to be our own friends. It,
0: completely. And so I think that, People, it becomes a habit, it becomes familiar, you know, how attached, there's another thing, how attached to your negative thoughts are you? What are you getting from it? You know, if you ask those questions, who do you remember in your life that was negative? Was it a parent that you looked at as a little child and couldn't understand why they suffered so much and why they were negative? That's not your path. Maybe that was their path. Just like I tell the story of my sister and the destiny of my sister, and her mel- mental illness was not the, my destiny, and that was my "says who" breakthrough and revelation. Yeah, you know, that everybody, is,
1: it, we have can to have claim that. What it is we want for ourselves, and I think if we can claim it, we can create it. But we've got to be able to do that. I've met a lot of people that want to argue for their limitations. I'm like, okay, it's a choice. And they're attached to it, don't yes. you think? You you know,
0: and ask yourself, you know, again, it's one of those questions
1: like, how does
0: this work for you? Does this make you feel better? You know, if you just ask those questions, even if you ask it to somebody who was in front of you that was negative, you could just see them stop in their tracks. I mean, I talk about that in the book about really when says who kind of really took shape was with a client that I had as a life coach mm-hmm. who was on a positive upward mobile trajectory to creating a new business, and out of her mouth came a
1: boogeyman thought. (laughs) I like that. Boogeyman thought. I'm going to remember that.
0: Boogeyman thought, and Mm -hmm. that was really the beginnings of, you know, says who, because I had this real strong instinct, intuition, that that thought didn't originate with her when she said to me, in this session, I believe I'm going to become homeless and penniless. It had nothing to do with the trajectory that she was on, which what that led me to believe was, okay, she's got a thought buried inside her subconscious that keeps Mm -hmm. her trapped and her gripped, and that is her, you know, she's hostage to that thought, only to do a lot of processing with her by asking, the very first time I asked somebody, says who, who is saying that thought in your mind, Mm -hmm. and she connected it to her father. Oh, Yes. That her father, she grew up with her father saying that. And it used to scare her so much. And look at what happens. We carry those thoughts into adulthood.
1: And so often we hear those things and then we put it in a closet in our subconscious mind and then it kind of messes with us from behind the scenes or the basement. Absolutely. To me, it's sort of like you have, like, trash in your house and it doesn't smell good. (laughs) It's like, okay, where is that coming from? We need to get that out of here. We
0: need to clean this up. We do. We do. And it's a process. And, you know, I just want to say this, Tammy. For people out there that, you know, can really be honest with themselves and go, God, I tend to be negative. Oof. You know, And, and, and good for you. Big step. To own it. To have that
1: awareness. Mm -hmm. To have
0: that awareness, to own it, and to admit that to yourself. Because if you're willing to admit that to yourself and not be judgmental of the fact that you harbor negative thoughts, that you are willing to take that first step to change it, Mm -hmm. to change your thinking
1: patterns. Yeah, you have to become aware of them so that you can make a different choice. Right. And I love how your book does break that down so clearly and, and in such a comprehensive fashion. Know Your Thoughts, Acknowledge Your Thoughts, Transform Your Thoughts. And it's got a workbook in it. It's very interactive. So I, I love how you've broken this down for people to make it comprehensive and digestible so they can apply it in their own lives.
0: They can. They can it's, an, it's an experience. You know, yes. when you, have, when you, you know, go through this, the, that experiential yes. transformation, then you really have a shift. A shift can happen. And you're, you're just not the same person. And if those bad habits try to rear their head again, which they might, you'll know what to do with it. You'll have something in place. You'll have a method. It's there to help you. It's,
1: it's there to there help. there to you. work with. And you are there to help people, as I am, or we just have a few seconds left here. How do people find you? How do they get this book?
0: They can order the book on all your major book outlets like Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or any of the book outlets that are in your your area. Bookstores, many bookstores carry it. If they don't, they can order it. But it is immediately available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And it's also on Kindle. Awesome.
1: And as far as my social awesome.
0: media or Awesome.
1: Well, I'm going to be connecting with you on Facebook and Twitter. And I think yes. be friends for I would eternity. love to <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. Let's do it. I love it. And to my listeners, I love you. You're my friends. You're not just my listeners. You're my friends. So be in touch with me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email. Go to my website. If there's anything I can do to support you, please be in touch. This is about connection. That's how we heal in community. So thank you again for spending time with us. Thank you, Or, for saying yes to the second show. Thank you, Remy, for doing what you do behind the scenes. And again, to my listeners, this wouldn't be as much fun without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you. You're in my heart and prayers. Onward and upward. Bye for now.